because you're so tall, it would probably be a mini skirt for you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Surviving the Apocalypse, The Nerd's Way. I'm Adam. And I'm John. And today we have a special new guest, although I must admit we have a ton of guests recently. We're just bringing in everybody and it's fantastic. Well, what happened is we ran out of content, so now we just bring in other... Don't tell anybody that. Good gracious. We're going to be professional and awesome, John. Uh, So yes, our new guest, uh, we have played his song on the... Uh, episode four, I believe it was, on Ooh. Surviving the Apocalypse of the Nerds. Good yeah. memory. Boom. Whoa. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I just got outdone. <laughs> uh, Mr. Josh Blackwell, how are you today? Great. Good to be here. That's a lie. Uh, so, <laughs> the first one for the evening. <laughs> He's already looking at the door, trying to find his easiest yeah, way to escape. my way to the door. I've got throwing knives, and I know where a calf is. So, yes, uh, welcome to Surviving the Apocalypse Thank the Nerds you. Way. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, this is good. Uh, so, we are going to be treated, later on, to uh, one of your songs. Yes, that is right. It's my favourite song. I've had a sneak preview of the CD. Yes, so this is off my, my new EP, which is uh, coming out very soon. Ooh, can't wait. So you've got, you say new EP, so there's another EP. Yes, so there is, there is a, this is EP 2.0. Um, the first one was called Cry of a Nomad. That came out last year. Mm. So yeah, we're a few days out from number two. That's, that's interesting, Cry of a Nomad. I feel like that applies well to Surviving the Apocalypse, because eventually we all mm. will be nomads. Yes. That's it. Everybody's homes will be destroyed. Oh man, Jeez, that's nihilistic. But that's my job, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Adam. You, we don't need you anymore. Yeah, uh, you go. Just see you later, yeah, guys. See, see ya. Um, no, but uh, I guess you're right. I mean, never fortify in a zombie apocalypse because eventually you're just going to get overrun. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, the dead do not sleep, so they're just going to keep panning on your defenses day in and day out. Mm. So the other fact about Josh Blackwell is he actually previously was the host of a radio show. This is true. I used to be a Saturday morning announcer for for uh, 98.5. Oh my goodness. That's so basically, basically yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. They, they go by two names. Do they? Well, people call them the 98.5 or Sunshine FM. Family. Yes, we're family. <laughs> family. Uh, so how do you rate the experience of doing a podcast compared to being live on Oh, it, it feels good. It feels at home. Okay. It's, it's much the same. Okay. Except so do you feel we're like you're totally back- not prepared about anything? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Neither were we. <laughs> <laughs> so you did most of your shows on top of a kitchen table with uh, microphones yeah, balanced on old boxes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, 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 no not quite. <laughs> they, had, they had their proper equipment, but that's all right. <laughs> we're a podcast. That's what we're meant to do. Mm. Oh, it's good fun. So this is called pirate radio. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, right to me, mateys. We're going to be talking like this for the rest of the episode. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're not not actually. <laughs> oh, thank goodness, because I can't hold that for very long. I want to hear your pirate voice, John. Oh, uh, yes, my matey. I went on my ship. No, that I just sounds Scottish. Uh- <laughs> Every accent that I do turns into a Scottish <laughs> one. I don't know what it is. It's like I, I even try to do an Australian accent, and I'm from Australia. Well, it goes into a Scottish accent. Well, I mean, there are all sorts of there's Sudanese pirates. There's that's, all kinds. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're just a Scottish pirate. Yes. Yeah, and what's your? Uh, I was about to say Scottish accent. Thanks, John. You've ruined <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> so, what's your pirate accent like, Josh? My pirate accent. I, I believe if I was a pirate, I would speak just like this. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me, gentlemen. 
I would like all your loot. Yes, thank you. I will be commandeering your ship. <laughs> that's, a, that's a gentleman pirate. I like it. I think they're actually called privateers nowadays. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, I like that. That's cool. Pirates. Uh, I've lost now because I'm just thinking about pirates now. That was a massive tangent. I'm sorry. Well, no, I, guess, I, I guess we know a bit about Josh. He has two mm. EPs. He plays every instrument under the sun. Minus the bagpipes. Oh. Well, I've I'm got guessing some since here. you're Scottish, you must play them. I legit have bagpipes. Really? I bought some in Scotland. Because uh, I'm not actually Scottish, uh, although I do the perfect Scottish accent, I'm sure you yes. agree. Yeah, all does. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, my well, parents are Scottish, so I went yeah. all the way back to the homeland. Mm. And they're very big on their clans there. Everything's clan related. So you can literally buy uh, things from just a corner shop that are printed mm. with the tartan of my wow. clan that I come from. So do you have a so kilt? I don't have a kilt. Okay. Uh, otherwise, it would, it would probably because be- you're so tall. It would probably be a mini skirt for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When he goes out on the town in a kilt, people whistle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting experience for everyone. Uh, but I do have a cashmere scarf. Okay. Because I bought the um, synthetic one. What are you laughing at? It was cashmere, cashmere scarf. scarf. Oh, I do say. <laughs> Brilliant. No, I went out and I, I was like, oh, I need to find one from my family, a scarf from my family. And I found this one, but it was just made out of synthetic materials. Yep. Later on, I found my family scarf, but in cashmere. And it, the, the first scarf felt fine before, but after touching this cashmere one, it felt all itchy and like, oh, wow. so I had to buy the cashmere one. Goodness. That's fair. Uh, what was so the bagpipes? Yeah, he yeah, plays so every he, music, every instrument under the sun except bagpipes through Scotland and to scarves somehow. Mm. Uh, <laughs> All right, before the end of this episode, we've got to get out the bagpipes yes. and see how you do. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's going to be so great. But yeah, I do envy the musical talent of others because, well, you know, I, I don't have a musical bone in my body. I can hum a tune. That's mm. basically. <laughs> just a uh, microphone fell away there that's, that's, okay. usually, that's usually me I was so flattered that I knocked oh, my microphone yeah, out. Oh, wow. when I flatter people it knocks them off their damn feet so yes the, um, <laughs> are we allowed to say that on the podcast that's no, probably fine I think uh, yeah I'd say that's PG I mean that's in Disney movies isn't it <laughs> oh yeah I guess so I don't know mm. If there are any people listening that take offense to that, please Twitter. Twitter me? Yes. Twitter me, because I'm an 85-year-old man who doesn't know how to use internet <laughs> linguistics. Please tweet me and say that I'm terribly, terribly wrong in saying so. I relish in your hate. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, radio host. Yes. So, walk us through it, because I would, well, I wouldn't really want to do radio, but I do like uh, voiceover work and stuff yes. like that. But, you know, I'm going to draw parallels between the two. Good. So, what is the average day of a radio host, a Saturday morning radio host? Well, it's only a three-hour day. Well, that's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe four at a push. Oh, wow. Uh, it involves coming in, making yourself a coffee, um, and then uh, sitting with your co-host and talking about your week. Right. Off air. Mm-hmm. To... Uh, scrounge some content oh, right. before your show starts. John, what's, what have you been doing this week? Um, work. Boring, nobody cares. I have been slaying dragons. Uh, I've been kidnapping princesses because I'm basically a villain. Uh, but I return them afterwards because, you know. Yeah, good. I don't need a hero bursting in my door. Yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah, most, yeah. Most triggering all my traps. Um, <laughs> and I hunted a yeti. Have you got a moat? I don't, know. I need one of those. A moat <laughs> would be good, let's face it. Uh, the Yeti and I became friends and went out for beers. It was great. Mm. So that's, yeah, uh, no content there. So mm. now that's, uh, yeah, so we'll try and find an interesting anecdote <laughs> from my computer programming job then. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So yeah. Um. <laughs> and yeah, and then you, and then you basically do the show. 
Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, the first thing you do in a radio show is the weather. Oh, you talk right. about the weather, which actually when you do a pre-recorded show, you can't do. Oh, really? We because do- I... Let's talk about the weather now. Uh, well, you, you definitely can't say the current temperature. The current temperature on... What's today? The 8th of May, 2018, <laughs> uh, in Perth, Western Australia, is some degrees, which I don't 17. Know my, there you go. It is 17 mm. degrees Celsius, not Fahrenheit, because, well, went on the imperial system. So, yes. so, literally all our listeners, except for the one guy who time travels forward in time to listen to the episode ahead of time, yes. it, it, that information was useless. Yes, indeed. But on the radio, it's yes. actually useful, because you it's can handy. say what's yeah. happening right now. It, it is handy. I mean, it's strange, though, because most people listening are in their car. And so you would assume they could see what the oh, weather yeah. is. It's raining. <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is they're probably already driving on the way to wherever they're going and it's too mm. late to get an umbrella. Exactly. Or, we, yeah. I always that's have an umbrella in my car. Always. Good. That's very smart. Yeah, well, mm. just to beat off any would-be people, you know. Just like, away from them, too famous for you. Peasants. More, like, of a, more of a weapon. Yeah, essentially. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Trip people up with it. Yeah, By the way, that was number one. Adam oh. is only allowed to say the word peasants on the podcast two times per episode. We should mm-hmm. have a coin jar if oh. he goes yes. past. No, he beats me. Okay. Yeah, we get a bamboo <laughs> stick and whack him, which okay. I'll let you do that. Um, oh, I wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> See that glint of just, like, desire in his eyes? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he just fluttered his eyes just then. Oh, brilliant. It's a pity we don't have a video version of this podcast. <laughs> that was wonderful. Uh, okay, so, yeah, right. So that's the radio. So, John, mm. that's what we're going to have What we'll do, right, is we'll just burst in the doors at, like, 98.5 or mm. 92.9 or whatever uh, and just take over the show for half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't stop us. Tell they them that the world's prob- ending. Yeah, but, uh, oh yeah. my goodness, the apocalypse is happening. Uh, I need to tell we're, people. Yep. We're the only ones who know how to handle this. It's true. We have a podcast. <laughs> Believe me. We're the professionals. Uh, so <laughs> I have one last question for you, Josh, before yes. we move on. Mm. What is the most embarrassing thing slash scary mistake that has ever happened on air? Oh, that's Ooh, good. Okay. On air. Maybe you were a perfect host and nothing bad ever happened. He's a... He's a perfect man, let's face yeah, it. No, okay. there, there have been plenty. But the thing is, one thing you learn about radio is that everything is content, mm-hmm. even the mistakes. You right. can make a whole talker out of a mistake. Right. Like, you're talking to your co-host, and then you realize that their microphone is, has been switched off for the last minute. Mm-hmm. And so you've just been having a monologue. <laughs> oh, wow. I like it. That's <laughs> the cool. The listeners have just heard one side of a conversation. Um, I like that. And then you just have to have to make, make light of it. That is pretty yeah. much our podcast. It's just me talking, essentially. We have said on the uh, podcast before that it's not surviving the apocalypse the nerd's way. It's surviving the apocalypse Adam's way. Mm. Uh, so you did say my listeners before. I did say my <laughs> listeners because I love them all. Oh, uh, well. Well, yeah, because I... Cause <laughs> We, were, we got a shout out on the podcast last week and I went back to, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, uh, Lagging Bombs Lagging gave Bombs. us a shout out. I went back and listened to it and they were like, oh, Adam's so great. His voice is amazing. He has this podcast. They didn't mention me once. It's true. Now, oh. no hard feeling guys if you're listening, but, uh, <laughs> I must admit I was a little disappointed, but you're right. Adam is the main attraction and it's that. not as if the hours that I spend editing the episode mean anything at all. Oh, what editing? I mean, it's just a print play. I don't know what you do. It's print. I, I don't know. <laughs> we have a transcript. Okay. No, <laughs> this could not be scripted. Uh, so yeah, uh, Right, so yeah, what would be your mm. most fatalistic mistake? Not fatalistic, yeah, well, that's terrible. What's uh, the biggest mistake you've ever made? Well, that that one that I just said would have been definitely one of them. Was that um, you turning with your microphone? Uh, I, I think so. Yes, I believe so. There, there have been like other it. times where we thought, oh, there's one song left. 
um, oh, no. let's go make a coffee. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. And you, f- you forget that the music playing in the studio and the music playing in the rest of the station, there's a seven to ten second delay oh, between. Oh, right. So oh. We, we got a little bit... Uh, Relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> and at what point did you realise you needed and to? And then in the radio software, there is a thing called the, a pause, mm-hmm. where you drag in between songs, so it stops the system from playing through the songs. So then the next thing, there's just silence. Oh. oh. And I never knew I could run so fast. <laughs> oh, wow. I like it. I remember on Hamish and Andy yes. that I think they were off doing something, and Cackling Jack was in the uh, studio. Hmm. And he was he had the he turned down the volume like the output for oh, no. everything and it was dead like dead air for like thirty seconds. Ooh. He didn't realize the like a emergency program kicked yes. in uh, to cover that. So that that was actually quite humorous. Oh wow! Yes. You didn't leave that for thirty seconds. No, did you? thankfully not. But yes, they do have all <laughs> sorts of uh, backup plans in place. Okay, mm. what's that? Co- is it an audio dump or something? So let's just say. Highly unlikely mm. that you were to say a naughty word on yes. ninety-eight-five. Mm. Perhaps if you had Adam on as well, a guest, <laughs> highly likely. But if you were, mm. you could audio there dump is, that. So there is, a, there is a button on the desk called the dump button, mm-hmm. and it basically, uh, a, well, because of the delay between yeah. what is said in the studio and what goes to air, there is about a seven to ten second buffer. Mm-hmm. So basically cuts it at that point so that the previous seven seconds are not part of what's being broadcasted. Right. Yeah. And it cuts it back to where you are. And I think it actually plays a jingle or something to oh, kind of right. get back the buffer. Yeah. And then, then you're back on air. So okay. you just kind of have to say, oh, we lost transmission there. We're back. Oh, right. Yeah, cover. Have you ever had to use the audio dump before? Uh, I have not, but I have heard of some of the other oh, announcers. Really? Mostly for people calling in. Oh, oh of course. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, right. you know, there is a little bit of a gamble when you're dealing with members of the public who are yeah, calling sure. in, who maybe have less of a filter than... Than those working at the station. He had his eyes on me when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I've going- actually been cut off before. Really? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I was called. This is because everyone knows that I work nights, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I'm working nights, sometimes you know when I'm not. If I've caught up on all my podcasts, I have no audio books. I like to listen to talkback radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so six PR here in Perth, WA. So uh, driving around and listening, and like a topic came up that I wanted to, you know, get engaged with. So I called up. And I wasn't like due to swearing or anything like that. It's because I named a business. Oh, um, and then that's a big have no-no. That. Well, yeah, yeah. It was a, and it wasn't in a happy sense either. I can assure you. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and oh, like I'm talking, and all of a sudden it's like just dead silence. I was like, okay, mm. what's going on here? And so I turned the radio on to listen, and that's my voice suddenly cutting off. And he's like, oh, oh I had to stop you there, Adam. We can't have that. And I was like. Oh. So, yeah, right. Audio dump. Maybe we should get that for no other reason mm. just to have it. Uh, well, I was just about to say, this is kind of the privilege of doing everything pre-recorded. <laughs> mm. If Adam says something that he shouldn't, which has happened many times before, <laughs> I literally just go in and edit it out. Mm-hmm. And now that we've got separate mics, I can literally just edit oh. your voice out, and it sounds like it just keeps on going because oh, I'm talking. Yeah, that would have been real, because that was the first, like, five episodes or something. Yeah. We were... we. Recorded on that microphone. We were just crouched oh, wow. around each on we one side so of the mic. We were so close that it was basically that making made out. a very intimate conversation. Yeah, it was like just looking into each other. Oh, goodness gracious <laughs> me, I hated it. So if anyone listens back to the old episodes and like, you guys just had this connection that you've lost. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Because now I don't look at him at all. As we talked about previously, 
on the previous segment that everyone just listened to, which feels like forever ago because we went on such a rant. Yeah. <laughs> Previously on Surviving the Apocalypse, the nerds way. Um, we were talking about music and how... <laughs> Josh is just like, how is this even remotely possibly entertaining or real? <laughs> People yeah. like it. They enjoy listening to it. Well, we don't. We haven't been able to scientifically prove that people enjoy it, but they do come back again. So. How do you scientifically measure enjoyment? I don't. Well, know. I suppose you people don't. Uh, probably could. Do I don't know. Something. Like that. People. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but is there something in the ear that expands when you hear something you like? I don't mm. think so. Oh, well, that's interesting. Unlikely. That'd be interesting. T- uh, Tyson from Screen Review Time Warp, if you're listening, tweet us and tell us. I think this, this is more yeah. astrophysics, or as he likes to say, nanotechnology. Mm. Oh, um, yes. oh, yeah. Did we get the uh, results from that? Uh, the results are still waiting on a vote. Oh, I see. On a vote. Singular. I mean, sorry, on many votes. Uh, there's about a thousand so far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll have to go in there and cast my vote as well. You can't vote for yourself, Adam. Watch me. I'm going to create all the accounts. Sorry, back to music. Yeah, so we were talking about how... You are a musician. Yes. Much like myself. Well, not a bagpipe player. Unfortunately, not. Not. But we're going to fix that by the end Mm, of the episode. That's good. Um, So, how did it all start? How did it begin? What made you want to pick up music? Mm, Well, the earliest, uh, the earliest uh, moment of music, uh, my mum told me. She said that one day I was sitting in my high chair and she was singing, and then I started singing with her. Oh, that's cool. And no. you were harmonizing I'm, in different keys. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but I was, I was like two years old and I just started singing, wow. sing, sitting in my high chair singing. She was like, oh, maybe he's got some music in him. And yeah, so when I was about f- five years old, I started learning the piano. All right. Wow, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I can, like two keys on the piano, you know, like a do, 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 like the yeah. Chinese chopsticks or whatever they're yeah. called. Yeah, that's, that's me. And you're like five bloody Mozart probably flowing out all sorts <laughs> oh, of music. I actually did see a video of a four-year-old the other day playing oh, wow. Beethoven and flawlessly. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. You have to wonder though what they've been deprived of. Yeah. yeah. Cartoons, chocolate <laughs> milk, yeah. joy. Yeah. It's just- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's hard. It it's- sounds like my child. No. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So that's what we've learned about Josh. No, no. Well, he wasn't allowed to watch Disney. And chocolate milk was often taken away in the middle of piano practice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Do you remember your first musical instrument that you bought? My first- Well, we had an old upright piano. Okay. So that was always in the house. Um, I, was, I was always a bit of a want-to-do-everything kind of kid. Okay. Um, I don't, don't know what the medical term for that is. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Obsessive. Um, but I, uh, you know, I was that kid who did piano for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, actually, you know what? The drums are really cool. <laughs> oh. Let's do the drums. And then I was like, well, you know, yeah, the drums are pretty cool. But the guitar. Don't get me started on the guitar. That's where it's at. And then I started playing the guitar. And then it kind of just became for the rest of my life this like spinning plates going back and forth trying to keep them kind uh, of spinning. Yes. Play a bit of piano for a few weeks and then, cool, that's good. Back to drums, yeah. over to guitar. And, Jack uh, of all trades and master of all. Master of none. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I went to, to study music at uni, that brought that fact home very clearly. Oh, right. That there are virtuosic people out there who, who have, you know, devoted their life to one instrument. And, mm. Ah, yes. And there is, there is a marked difference. See, I've done that. I've d- dedicated my life to piano, but... 
kind of like I'm still at about what would you would consider average. I'm sorry, no. Uh, point of order. You played on a Halloween special that creepy off the cuff awesome song out of nowhere, just pulled it out of thin air or other places, and it was glorious. It was mm. fantastic. It was emotionally evocative. It drew you in and then punched you in the throat. Uh, wow. Which is what I enjoy. So oh, fantastic. by the way, that was just a recording I found off the internet from someone else and I overlaid it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow I played it for you while you were there listening. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Time travel. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, so that's, that's how it all started. That's how it all started. Yeah. I was that kid. So what's your favorite instrument then at the uh, moment? Well, I don't have children. Uh, just <laughs> let me explain. Wait, what does that have to do? I'm sure we'll get to it. Um, okay. It's like asking a parent to pick their favorite child. Okay, fair enough. So I, I would imagine it would be. I, that's why I say I don't have children. So I can't say for sure. Maybe parents do have favorite children. I don't know. So if I yeah, had they covered, all say they don't. But <laughs> let's say I had explosives attached mm. to guitar, piano, violin, all your instruments, mm. and I said you have to pick one because the rest are going to go boom. Well, probably out of my uh, nomad uh, tendencies, mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm. choose the gu- not to blow up the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> now I will blow up the guitar. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Execute order sixty-six. <laughs> mm-hmm. Abort. <laughs> it's the uh, the most mobile instrument. It's true. Uh, look at uh, yes, we're going to go through another name of the wind special. Yes, uh, Patrick Rothfuss's uh, King Killer Chronicles, mm. and he is a musician, the main character Kavoth, and he plays the lute, and he does so because oh. it is a mobile instrument. This is right. Maybe yes. you're like a Kavoth, except I don't think you're a thief and running no. around in the night. I do remember once stealing a Kinder Surprise. <gasps> oh my goodness, really? Sorry, this is brilliant. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, so Kinder Surprise. I've got a, I've got a story that's uh, going to blow oh, your wow. mind. Okay? <laughs> okay. So you stole a Kinder Surprise. I'm yes. assuming from like a corner shop? I, I, yes, I think so. Did... You have anybody with you? Like, were you think, like I pressured into my, it? My, my mum. It was with my mum. Oh right, I don't think she was pressuring you into it. <laughs> she was. Hey, get that kid some <laughs> No, all right. Okay, so <clears throat> when I was nine, yes, I was uh, living in Sydney and okay. Macquarie Fields, I believe. I don't really remember, and we'll get to that. Anyway, uh, there was these two twin girls I used to hang out with, and you know, chat, go walking in the forests, whatever. All right, and they're like, "Oh, we're going up to the corner shop." And we're going to flog something. And I'm just like, oh, no, no, I don't want to do that. And they're like, no, no, come on, it'll be fine. So we go up and we, yeah, I know, emissions of guilt, but I'm pretty Ooh. sure we're past the Statue of Limitations. And it was a piece of sherbet. <laughs> wait, so wait, sure wait, 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 Adam, mm-hmm. did you just, can you say that again? The what of limitations? The statute of limitations. Oh, okay. It sounded like you said statue of limitations. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the statue of limitations that comes out when crime <laughs> has passed. <laughs> It magically appears in your home, and he's like, oh, I got away with it. Uh, so, I didn't, uh, I didn't get away with it, but we'll get to that. So, anyway, uh, I get this, uh, like, a little tube of sherbet, right? I don't mm. know what the other two got. I have no memory of it. Mm. I do remember standing on the court, like, we get out, the shopkeeper, either saw us and didn't care, or he didn't see us, but I'm fairly certain that I was, like, really nervous, so he probably pegged me as just like, yeah, that kid's stealing sherbet, but just yeah. let me go. Anyway, we walk back down. And I remember standing on the side of the road, like a, at a curb, eating the sherbet. That's all I remember. Because mm. I was hit by a motorcycle. Not oh, right. even kidding. It wasn't the shop owner. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
brilliant no, but I'm fairly certain that that was like karmic justice it was just like God just gone you know what this is going to be a lesson for him. Never steal again, or else it's going to be a plane. Uh, so I've never stolen anything, ever. Um, horribly, horribly paranoid about it, but I like that. The shop owner, maybe. No, it's chasing it. I'll get you for stealing a 20-cent shower. Oh, man. Yeah, I was unconscious for like a week or something. Oh, Glorious. Man. Like a shattered, not a shattered, but a um, fractured skull. All sorts of fun Gosh. stuff, like scars up my leg. It was brilliant. Oh wow! Yeah, goodness. It explains what's wrong with me. And what happened? What happened to the sherbet? I, probably it is still sailing in the upper atmosphere. <laughs> Going into orbit. Yeah. I mean, all I know is that uh, the twins, because it was only me that got hit, thankfully. Um, and I say that because I'm a sadist masochist. Oh, no, oh, hit me again! No. Um, so the the motorcycle hit me, and the twins just freaked out and ran. Um, I don't remember any of this. I was told, mm. obviously, post. And I think one of them went up to my house, which thankfully was only like a minute up the street. Mm -hmm. Not even that, probably. And my mother has arthritis in both her knees and did back then as well. And she apparently just burst out the door and ran down the street like just crazy, crazy woman. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Bless her. She's pure evil. Um, but no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Like I said, don't have a lot of memory of that time. Mm. Pretty fuzzy, but uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty instant justice. Yeah, instant like perfect justice as well. Maybe <laughs> wow. maybe a bit excessive. Let's face it. I mean, <laughs> a little bit over the top. I mean, twenty cent sherbet hospital. I mean, hmm, I'm all for capital punishment, but <laughs> wow. whoa, capital punishment with a motorcycle? No, wait, corporal punishment. Uh, yeah, punishment. yeah, that's something else, Adam. <laughs> yeah, capital punishment, death for sherbet. Yeah. <laughs> Electric chair. <Yeah. laughs> um, Hang him. Yeah. Off with his head. Cor corporal punishment. Yeah, right. Corporal punishment. Um, oh, wow. So what we've established before we went off on that is that uh, Josh Blackwell, because he stole the Kinder Surprise, he's Kavoth from the King Killer Chronicles. Yes, indeed. Because he can play a ton of instruments. Now, you've probably never read this. No, uh, I book, haven't. But it's very interesting because it's written uh, by Patrick Rothfuss and he has never played a mu musical instrument in his life. But right. When I was reading it, I was like, finally someone gets it. What it's like to be a musician. Yeah. Music features quite heavily in the series. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he said, so many people have come to him saying this. He said, yeah, I know nothing about music. Because in fact, in one scene, he's trying to get this thing that he's always wanted. Mm. And he has to play an incredible song and wow everyone to get it. Uh, but his arch nemesis uses magic to break one of the strings on oh, his lute. No. And breaks the strings. But because he's lived his life in poverty and he's never been able to buy strings for his lute, mm. the, um, he's learnt how to play when there's a missing string. Oh. Now, after many, many edits and it's gone out and it's a very popular book and everyone's read it, he's discovered that lutes were made with double strings like a mandolin. So if you snapped one of the strings, it'd be fine. There's yeah. a spare one right next yeah. to it. <laughs> right. So he knows he probably nothing just about music. as a guitar. Oh, yeah. okay. But he it just he got the, the feeling of music yes. absolutely perfect. Yes, that's right. Okay. I've, I've snapped a string plenty of times. While performing? Yes. Uh and that's yeah. on a guitar. You don't have on any a guitar. Backups. There's no. There's no. It's not a twelve string guitar either. It's, yeah. Yeah. So it's always, it's always um a bit of a, a paranoia that guitarists have. I think, especially mm. if you're in a high pressure. Like, whenever I do a wedding ceremony, I have to restring it like a few days before, so that I know the strings are good. Ah, uh, yes, good. 
I haven't had any wizards attacking me at gigs, thankfully. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, it's quite common. Maybe I'll heard. go to your next gig. And we'll <laughs> <laughs> so Adam has gotten out the name in the wind book right now. I'm not really sure what he's looking for. Uh, that story. That scene. All right. <laughs> Maybe we're going to have a reading. A live reading. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Sit well, no, sit and listen well, and I shall tell you the story of how Quoth got his pipes. Okay. This is the audiobook segment. Yes, yes, where we read a chapter of Name of the Wind. Okay. I raised my hands to the strings and drew their attention back to me. The room stilled and I began to play. The music came easily out of me, my lute like a second voice. I flicked my fingers and the lute made a third voice as well. I sang in the proud, powerful tones of Savian Triliad, greatest of the Amir. The audience moved under my music like grass against the wind. I sang as Sir Savian, and I felt the audience begin to love and fear me. I was so used to practicing the song alone that I almost forgot to double the third refrain, but I remembered at the last moment in a flash of cold sweat. This time as I sung it, I look out into the audience, hoping at the end I would hear a voice answering my own. I reached the end of the refrain before Halloween's first stanza. I struck the first chord hard and waited as the sound of it began to fade without drawing a voice from the audience. I looked calmly out at them, waiting. Every second a greater relief vivid with a, sorry, vied rather, with a greater disappointment inside me. Then a voice drifted onto stage, stage, gentle as a brushing feather, singing, I'm not singing that, so I'm just going to move on to the next part. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Savian, how could you know? It was the first time for you to come to me. Savian, do you remember the days we squanted pleasantly? How well then have you carried what? Have you tarried in my heart and memory? There you go. That's uh, Halloween. Uh, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> I'm not going on because I'm not wasting the audience time with that one. Yeah, so at some point after that, the wizard appears. Is it actually a wizard? It's Everyone's a wizard in this. Kind of. Mm. It's not so much magic like, boom, fireballs. Yep. Uh, it's more along the lines of, it's a brilliantly explained system of magic. where It's conversion of energy. Yeah, it's more mm. like science than magic, really. Yeah, the way he describes okay. it. It's brilliant. You should read it. It's fantastic. Mm. Highly recommended. The name of the wind. Yes. Mm. It's, you can take it home with you. If it's you almost want. poetry. Wow. Boy, that was a brilliant excerpt there. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, wet, I wet my appetite for it. <laughs> so I have one last thing on the topic of music. I have uh, a theory, which okay. is that you are among the least likely people in the world to have an instrument stolen, or particularly a guitar. I don't know about drums and Unless piano. it's made of kind of surprise. And my theory is because you're left-handed. Yes. Oh. Correct. I'm left-handed. Right. Now, I don't know if you know this, Adam. No. I'm assuming you do. Statistically, because- that means I'll be a president one day. Oh, or a- really? But that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I would have believed it. Only <laughs> There's only seven left-handed people in the world, and they each get a turn being president. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Just cycle through. Like of America, it doesn't matter where you're born? Well, I mean, Barack Obama was a lefty. Right. I, 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 John F. Kennedy? I think he was a lefty. Kurt Cobain was left, but he was not a, pr- a president. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It must no. be one of those things. It's like, oh, people made fun of you for being. I'm pretty sure there's a few. I can't think of. I can't think of any more. Hmm. The other thing I heard is that um, Ned Flanders. Sorry. Do, <laughs> have you watched the King's Speech? Yes. Where so the king has a massive stutter, and yes. they theorised that he was born left-handed, but was forced mm. to be right-handed, and that's what caused this. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like a bit. I of, think that used to be a thing. Yeah. Though, like in the old days, they used to 
See lefties. I'm also tempted to break your left hand right now. (laughs) (laughs) Do it just to see if you develop a stutter. We're never getting any other. (laughs) We won't get through the rest of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Update us later. It's fine. Um, Yeah. So the left-handed guitar, of course, that means all the strings are strung the other way around, so that you can play it with your left hand. Yes. I've actually tried to play your guitar once Mm. before. I think. And it was so confusing. I think I figured mm. out how to do one chord. And then yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> well, whenever I pick up a right-handed guitar, I finally have sympathy for my beginner students on the guitar. Because uh-huh. I teach guitar as well. And, oh. And, and, and I think sometimes I'm like, come on, it's just it's not that hard. Just play the chord. And then when I pick up a right-handed guitar, I'm like, oh, I see. Uh, uh, humility, I yes. understand. <laughs> well, this is, uh, like I said, dreadful at music. And, you know, I will always be dreadful at music. This book... The mm. Name of the Wind, uh, inspired me to get a guitar to play. Okay. And uh, I have quickly discovered that I'm certainly no cavote that can move a room with music. Uh, mm. So, yes, definitely uh, an interesting prospect of you're a master at this type of stuff, whereas your students are probably just like, uh, my fingers don't make that movement with ease. You know? It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think John made, what was it? You, you showed me two chords. Yes, to complete the four chord structure of E minor. Mm-hmm. Uh, C, D, and G. I know so G you can play any mind. song in G. Yes. That's all I know. And those two, I, I don't also even remember. T- I you taught have- you them. Yeah. And I taught you A minor as well. Yeah, I, I've tried it. But like, I think like two days ago, I picked up my guitar and was like, nah, it's gone. gone. <laughs> have you got a capo? Yes, I do actually. Good. Don't know how to use it, but I've got one. <laughs> it's handy. Uh, guitar. Indeed. So yes, left-handed guitar means mm-hmm. people are less like, the onset like- value is harder. Yes, well, I'm actually consi- because of uh, this is a side note, but international travel plans. Mm. Oh, I am I am looking at thinning out my musical instrument collection, which means that I need to get onto it sooner rather than later. Because, like you say, left-handed guitars are harder to sell. Mm-hmm. All right, there's not a very big market out there. Interesting, interesting. Well, if you can't take any with you, you can just leave them at my house, and we'll keep mm. the the gum tree page up. You can be sure that I won't be starting to play them because <laughs> they're left-handed. <laughs> if any of our dear listeners are left-handed and guitarists, please contact Josh Blackwell. Oh yeah, uh, and we'll <laughs> happily pass on the information, and he'll even <laughs> sign it for you. Oh, that's good. I well, like actually, that. I don't know if he will, but mm. <laughs> we've just made that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's going to do it, or oh, we'll sign in his name. Just be like. Yeah, Josh Blackwell. Yeah. I think it looks something like that. I think that. that's fraud, but... You know, <laughs> yeah. It looks like it's where you do your signature on an iPad when something oh, yeah. <laughs> comes yep. in your name. I mean, I've stolen a piece of Sherpa got hit by a motorbike. I mean, if I do fraud, I'm sure it's not going to be a plane. I'm oh, probably wow. going to cause, <laughs> oh, I don't no. know, Yellowstone National Park to explode oh, or something. Whoa. Uh, but well, I, f- I feel... Honor, oh, privileged that when I stole the Kinder Surprise, there was no <laughs> <laughs> no immediate justice, yeah. cosmic justice. Yes, indeed. Oh, so good. Oh man. Yeah. Transition! <laughs> that was supposed to be the theme song. <laughs> it just sounds like blowing in the microphone. Howard how Shaw would be so disappointed. Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, okay, that's actually, what is that? Um, oh, uh, when the storms of winter come. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Starless nights night. will cover day in the veiling of the sun. We will walk in bitter rain, but in dreams. In dreams, that's but what it is. In dreams. Yes, yes. Uh, 
As you may know, we're about to talk about Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. You and I share a common uh, love and interest because mm. we have talked about it before. Mm. And that is Lord of the Rings. Yes. And you have recently just finished watching these. I did. You know, it, it's a sort of uh, trilogy that needs a rewatch. Oh, yeah. I, I believe once a year, maybe once... What's that? At least four times a <laughs> At year. At least four oh, times oh, a yeah. year. Okay. Oh, for me, I, I love... Okay, so the first movie, right? Mm-hmm. When I was growing up and we had a DVD player, didn't have a lot of DVDs. So I used to go up the road to uh, a couple of people I knew, a Janet and Warwick, and they had Lord of the Rings, Fellowship yes. of the Ring. That DVD essentially became mine. Mm. And I watched that at least 50 times. Easy. Yep. Just that one movie, because mm-hmm. I can probably quote most of that movie. It began with the forging of the greater wing- wings. I mean, I can't even talk. I'm just going to go bash my head <laughs> against a wall. Maybe that'll tidy things up. But yeah, um, the uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I love Lord of the Rings. I love what mm-hmm. it represents. I love the story. So good. Uh, uh, Gandalf is just like a badass boss. He, he is. Mm-hmm. Can you do a, a good Gandalf voice? Yes. Uh, let me. Have one. <laughs> uh, depending, what would you want? Do you want the bridge on Kazatum, or do you want entering the Gilded Hall? Of Eridan? Surprise Eridan. us. Okay. <clears throat> the courtesy of your hall is somewhat lessened of late. Theoden King. <laughs> and why should I welcome you, Gandalf Stormcrow? <laughs> A just question, my liege. Late is the hour in which this conjurer chooses to appear. Laugh spell, I name him. Ill news as an ill guest. Be silent. Keep your forked tongue behind your teeth. I've not passed through fire and death to bend a crooked words of the witless worm. His staff. I told you to take the wizard's staff. Somehow he turned into Gollum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I love a lot of things. Like, uh, so good. Yeah, um, so, someone in their car is like, wait, did it switch? Am yeah. I now watching the movie? What's going on? <laughs> is this the audio book? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so good. but the book is not completely different, but it is certainly mm. different to the movies. It is. So uh, like Tom Bombadil, isn't mm. it? Which, I mean, you know, I like him as a character. He's have a you read character. the books? I, I have read uh, The Fellowship. Oh, okay. Just well, The that's Fellowship. That's where he's in. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, completely different. But I love all the story mm. that is represented from Middle Earth. Absolutely. So, The Cimmerillion, like the older days. I have that book, but I've never been able to get past the first page. Yeah, it's- <laughs> <laughs> it is difficult because there's a lot of songs. Yeah. And I'm no, like I said, no musician. And I don't care about damned songs, in Elvish especially. <laughs> like a language you don't even understand. Uh, so, Silmarillion, oh. is that a prequel or a sequel to Lord of the Rings? It's very much a prequel. So, mm. it's way before even The Hobbit, right? It is the beginning of creation. Oh. Yes. It's oh, like wow. Genesis. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because mm-hmm. I read, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, Narnia. I recently mm. finished Narnia for the first time because I read it as a child but never got back to finishing the whole thing. Mm. And that literally ends at the literal end of the whole universe. Yeah. Is yeah. it the same with Lord of the Rings or is that a spoiler? I don't know. Uh, but it's, they've, it hasn't been released like past Lord of the Rings as far as I'm aware. They've got uh, like an updated type of what happened to these people. So the uh, Legolas and Legolas was building a ship to go to the Undying Lands. Uh, and took Gimli with him. The so the, like, dwarf. heaven type thing, is that Not what it so is? Not so much heaven, it's where the elves kind of retreated back oh, to... Right. So they came from that place, uh, mm. came into Middle-earth to combat Melkor, uh, the Eldar, as they are known as, and 
the light of the yeah sorry yeah the elder wow, wow you know your stuff I just I, I like a lot so of you have read the Silmarillion most not wow. all because once again those damn elvish shongs shongs <laughs> Okay, I'm going home. Good day. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> Those damned elvish songs make me want to tear up my own intestines and hang myself with them. <laughs> nice visual, I know. It was... Uh, I feel like, are you okay, Adam? Do I'm we need it like... No, I'm wonderful. Wonder- okay. No. <laughs> no, all good. But no, it's just... Yeah, I love a lot of- What's your favourite scene in the movies? Oh, my goodness. My favourite scene. Because you recently watched it. I did. In, out of the whole trilogy... Yep, out of the whole trilogy. Let's. What's your number one favorite? I've got mine. One scene. Yep, one scene. Oh my! All right, tell me yours first. All right. Oh, I, actually, we covered this in one of the previous episodes about music and uh, movies. Oh uh, yes, that's right. And this was and like one of the only movies, one of the only movies that has brought an emotional reaction out of me, like a physical reaction. I'm not like mm-hmm. crying or anything like that. I'm a man. Um, <laughs> but as I'm watching it, I literally like moved forward in my seat, like gripping the edge of my, uh, like the, cause I saw it in the cinema, yeah. uh, the edge of the seat. And like, I, I just wanted to stand up and move as close as possible to the screen because it was mm. so engaging. Yeah. And that is the charge of the Rohirrim in uh, the third the Return movie. of the King. Return of the King. At where, to Minas Tirith. Yeah. I was just going to say the exact oh, same no. thing. Oh, what? <laughs> the, but like, it's the perfect oh, man. Uh, coupling of light and dark, uh, good and evil. Yeah. Like you see that pan shot as it's pulling out with that swelling music as uh, Theoden's like, beginning and ending his speech. Yeah. And you just see like the cloud cover and like the beams of light coming down over the Rohirrim and then they start charging forward and that's when I'm just like, like moving forward because yeah. it's just that music rushed into me and it was whew, so good. Getting excited just listening. Uh, well, talking about it, right? Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, definitely my favorite scene. Yeah. And uh, would you say that the Return of the King is your favorite of the three? No, I actually like. And no, I, I actually like Two Towers. Okay. I do, and that has like the least of my favorite character, which is Gandalf. Yeah. But I love uh, the Two Towers. Yes. Uh, it's. So do you do you fast forward the end scenes? Or do no, you, do no. You watch I watch the extended editions. I watch all of it with their extra dialogue. Mm-hmm. Where they take 10 minutes to say good morning. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say. <laughs> this is actually one of my favorite scenes. Not the scene with the ensign. Because I actually, I, I have a confession to make. I watched Lord of the Rings the first time. Was the extended edition. So I've never seen the original uh, uh, producer's cut release. or whatever. Mm. The, the, pro- yeah, that. <laughs> theatrical release. But yeah. my favorite scene isn't that where they're talking to the end. Because that is a long scene. But when mm. they actually end up coming. And they decide yes. against all odds. Oh, yeah. sorry, spoilers. Um, <laughs> Spoiler. even though their, their race doesn't decide things for hundreds of years, they decide to help out. Yeah. I was, I was like, oh, that's amazing. I wonder yeah. how we got, they got the, like, all of them got there so quick. So when they have long legs, they have long legs. Come on. Like that? They go to the Entmut, decide not to attack Isengard, mm. and then Treebeard comes out and he's like, believe these trees were my friends. And then lets out that all bellow of, of rage. And suddenly there's, <laughs> and, <laughs> And I was like, well, there's obviously a wizard hiding nearby. Or maybe oh, they have burrows yeah. in the woods. That they can just maybe stay. they could like tree stride yeah, through root, trees. Or their root systems go down mm. like the sentient plant. And they can grow mm-hmm. up anywhere else. Yep. Hashtag sentient plant. Uh, <laughs> Is the- Rastagast in that? Radagast. Radagast. He's in. He sh- should be. He's not though. It's been um, a while since I last. He's seen in it. the Hobbit. 
Yeah. He's not in Lord of the Rings. He should be in the first movie for like a scene, but... Yeah. He's because not. I was going to say, he could be that wizard that's hiding yeah. in the forest. Right, like, the branches. Oh, you guys want to help now? Yes. I'll teleport you there. And it, that kind of works because he's like a Fan wizard. theory, fan yes. theory. I like it. Speaking of fan theories, just to make a quick divergent, right? Mm. As a whole, the this is to do with Harry Potter. Okay, right? yes. As a whole, most of the fan base uh, go like agrees that the Cursed Child is not part of the canon. But they go through a whole bunch of non-canonical sources to make new canon, essentially. Like, the fan, the fan base themselves, like, how houses will interact with one another, like Ravenclaw and Slytherin and uh, Gryffindor and Hufflepuff or any variant of the four. And I, I just like that. I like when, as a group, we can all, like, kind of band together and say, no, that's rubbish, we're not going to worry about that. And- I have a theory as to why that is. Okay. Because I actually saw, I'm just trying to name drop this, but I oh, actually uh, saw the oh, cursed child <laughs> when I was in England with my wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I have a theory. I think people have a tendency to reject anything that uh, reduces the amount of imagination that they can put into it because we've loved these books and read mm. them all. Well, I haven't. I'm still reading them, but... Um, and there's all this, what happens after the end of the book is up to you to decide, mm-hmm. but then all the other fan theories about during the book doesn't limit you. It enhances your experience. Yeah, fair enough. Whereas the cursed child is very much like this happened to these people. And now these people have these pe- person as a child and they're mm. doing this. Mm. Uh, whereas before you could just imagine it however you wanted. Mm. You could be, happily ever after. you could be Harry's child, for instance, you could imagine yep. that it was you. I don't know. Potentially. Wow. Potential. Uh, they should yeah. make a choose your own adventure edition. Yes. <laughs> for all, all fiction, it should be, definitely. <laughs> How does that work for a play, though? You walk into one theatre and this it's is like, why. would you like to do A or B, go into this other room? <laughs> cinema 3. I like that. That's not bad, but I highly doubt that uh, it's cinema, I mean, not cinema, well, plays, theatre, that's what yeah. I was looking for. Uh, theatre would be, uh, that's probably why it's non-canonical in the minds of the fans, is because yes. it was only like released in theatres. Yeah, uh, in... Theatres, yeah. It that is, is where the yeah. a literal, literal theatre, not a movie, a literal mm. play. Because it sold out when I... So we went on our honeymoon, mm. myself and my wife. When I proposed to her that day, if we had decided the exact dates we were in England and looked, it was already booked out. Mm. So it's just literally not possible to get tickets. But it, as it happened when we rocked up that day, someone had not used their tickets, and that's the only reason we were oh, able to see it. Oh, that's good. So I understand when people say, "Oh, it doesn't count because it's you just can't see it." Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, same with Hamilton. Yep. It's impossible to see that one, but that one uh, we have played one of the songs from Hamilton, so you can start to guess the plot. Maybe we can play a few more songs. Maybe, maybe. Oh, one of my favorite songs ever it was um, "You'll Be Back." Yes. Yeah, so good. Regardless, back to the original topic. I was trying to see how many divergents we yeah. could do. Go from many. Lord of the Rings to Harry Potter to <laughs> Hamilton, <laughs> and then we could go to, like, US, <laughs> like, I don't know, Confederate War, I don't know. Jeez, all right. <laughs> um, so I just keep splitting off. Anyway. Lord of the Rings. Okay, so you've said the Charge of the Rohirrim is your yes. favourite thing. What's your second favourite scene, then, so we can have a bit of diversity? Ooh. Okay, I I love the scene where the hobbits are on Weathertop. Oh, okay, right. And That's then, creepy and, and dark. And they're surrounded by the Nazgul. Mm-hmm. And, and I like next, that you said Nazgul and not Ringwraiths. And then the next thing, Aragorn just comes and whoops their butts. Yeah, yeah. And he throws the torch into that one dude's head. I like it's it. It's just a really cool scene. Viggo Mortensen, uh, mm. who played Aragorn, yes. Strider, 
a fantastic actor, especially mm. in uh, this trilogy. Like, he broke his toe. He did, kicking, kicking the helmet. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the original cut. That's in the movie. Amazing. Um, like, so, there you go. There's a bit of trivia for you fine people. When you see uh, Aragon in Two Towers, kidnapped, yes, in Two Towers, mm-hmm. uh, he kicks a helmet when he comes to a mound of burning flesh, essentially. Yes. And that scene, sorry, that kicking of the helmet and his subsequent reaction is that's an actual cry of agony and pain as he literally broke a toe. And Peter Jackson, being the man, has just gone, keep rolling, keep rolling. (laughs) We'll keep it. The the medics are, you know, running to it. Wait, just wait. Oh, so good. But yeah, it was really good. I like that. That's a good scene. I like that. And uh, um, in that scene... Yeah, because he, Frodo puts on the ring mm. and goes into the spirit realm yes. and sees the true visages of uh, the Nazgul, which yes. I, I like as well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Very yeah. good choice. I like that. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, confession time. Okay. Yes. I had a massive, massive crush on Liv Tyler. Okay. Who's that? Uh, Arwen. Arwen, yes. Mm-hmm. She embodied- Is that the, the, f- the elf, right? Yes. Yes. The she-elf. Yes. Uh, she embodied literal perfection to me. Mm. And I, there was a girl at my high school uh, named Phoebe. And she. Phoebe from Friends? No. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like Arwen. Okay. And I, just, I pursued her with an unrelenting, just, just mm. I, I love you. I love you. It was terrifyingly terrible. And then she was like, <laughs> it won't work because I'm going to live for a thousand years. And-, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I will not become mortal for you, peasant. Um, so, number two. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're getting close. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so yes, the hmm. that was an actual. So any scene, so any scene with her in it, basically, you're. Is your I'm there. That's my favorite. Yeah, just seeing yeah. her, I'm just like. <sighs> well, I remember watching some of the behind the scenes and about the elvish ears and what the makeup people had to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the makeup artists stressing that the actors couldn't touch. The ear once it was molded. Yeah. But then there was a kissing scene where Aragon is touching her yeah. ear. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the so I was just imagining the makeup artist just yeah. pulling <laughs> their hair out. <laughs> but uh, I'm really surprised at the budget of the film. It wasn't as high as I like originally thought. Because when I was on a guest on another podcast, Screen Review Time Warp, mm-hmm. uh, I brought Lord of the Rings because I'm just like, this is the greatest movie. All your other movies that you're bringing are literal nothing compared yep. to this. Uh like it still holds the record for the highest uh, a number of Academy Awards. Oh, sorry, equal highest number of Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason why they don't have more is because... So the first one won 11 or something like that, I think. I can't remember now, but they won a ton. But the second one only won one. Mm. And then the third one won every single category it was in. Yeah. Now, the reason why Two Towers only won a single Academy Award is because there was a rule in place where if you won this category the uh, previous year, you couldn't win it in the subsequent year or mm. something along those lines. Hmm. So they were disbarred from winning uh, those type of wow. uh, things. So uh, they changed that for Return of the King so that way they could actually yeah. know, just have a clean sweep. Wow. I loved it. It was so good. And yeah, so just good. the stuff like Gandalf, Ian McKellen, yeah. didn't actually like playing Gandalf. Really? No, <sighs> because it's a lonely uh, yeah. like, it's a lonely film experience because he's not actually there with anybody. Mm. Because he's... He's put in in post, um, so they have a copy of the set where he's wandering around, you know, doing the dialogue and what have you, and the hobbits aren't there, so he has nobody to work off. Really? So, yeah. Especially yeah. the same thing with the hobbit. He like he was close to walking off the set of the hobbit, not out of anger, but out of professional frustration, I guess. Wow. Like, yeah, he was not pleased with um, huh. the process, essentially. Wow. Yeah. So, in case you're wondering, Adam says it wasn't. 
a very high budget movie. But compared uh, to most. Yeah, I was going to say, if the total budget for all three films, which were filmed in one go, mm-hmm. is $281 million. So I know for Adam, that's basically cheap change. Oh, yeah. Throw that away. Well, we've brought an island as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Episode two, Island Procurement. Boom! Oh! Podcast wow, knowledge. knowledge of our own podcast is <laughs> wow, outstanding. <laughs> but yeah, so it was like 200, but each movie was like 50 million or something, or 49 million. And, but think about what goes into that. Really think about all the costumes that were made. Oh, wow. The actors that were paid. Mm. The extras that were paid. All these things, yep. they add up pretty quickly. Yeah. All the post stuff that has to be done. So, yeah, I, I, Crazy. I, love, I love Lord of the Rings. Amazing. I could talk about it for hours. Little yeah. hours. So that's what we're going to do. Welcome to the extra long edition of Surviving the Apocalypse. No, it's way. Lord of the Rings edition. Yeah. The, ex- <laughs> the extended version yeah. of the Lord of the Rings stuff. <laughs> oh, my. So good. <sighs> so who... Final question. Mm. And this can go for you as well, John, because you have seen it. Okay. Who is your favorite actor out of the movies? Who do you think did the best job? Ooh. Mm. For me, it's Ian McKellen. I, Ian McKellen. With his, like, the problems he had with filming, essentially, mm. it just shows his, he's got acting chops. Yeah. I mean, him as Gan- Sar- uh, Sauron, well, yeah, Christopher Lee, Christopher he Lee. actually wanted to be Gandalf. Wow. Yeah, okay. he auditioned for Gandalf. He doesn't have as warm of a face, though, does he? Yeah. No, he, he's definitely it's a villain a face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And interesting bit of trivia where you guys think about who you want. Mm. So, you know when, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Wormtongue stabs, stabs him, Sarah, yep. Peter Jackson's like, oh, you know, you didn't make a, a like any noise or anything like that. Bit of backstory. Christo- Sir Christopher Lee, uh, rest in peace, of course. Uh, he was, oh, what did he do? He was in the army. And mm. he was in World War Two, maybe, or something like that. And he was in active duty and fought. So Peter Jackson came out. He was like, oh, you didn't, um, you know, make any noise when you were stabbed in the back. Um, do you, you know, do you know what it's like or something like that? Or can you imagine, like, doing it? And Christopher Lee turned to him and said, I don't need to imagine. I've been there. So I'm just wow. like, Ooh, oh, my. Christopher, Christopher Lee, hardcore boss. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so he's been stabbed before. Either he's been stabbed or he's done the stabbing. Or he's stabbed. Or he's seen it, you know? Wow. Um, Crazy. So, yeah. All right. So, for every actor. Okay. Elijah Wood. Really? I think he did a brilliant job. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, it's a strange role to play. You've got to to be this conflicted, Hmm. um, almost bipolar person throughout the story. And you've got to progressively become more and more bipolar Hmm. to, you know, show the ring's hold of you know, growing on you over the course of the three films. I think it's, he did a brilliant job. Yeah, I didn't actually think of it from that perspective yeah. before. That's actually quite good. Like, if you watch it from the first movie yeah. to Return of the King when he's yeah. in the bloody volcano, Mount Doom. Because he he's, he essentially had two character roles to kind of flick between and mm. gradually progressed from one to the other. I like it. Yeah. That's cool. All right. John? Well, because I only watched the extended edition, yeah. literally all my memories of the Lord of the Rings movies is just... Constant shots of Elijah Wood going, <laughs> and then Samwise actor who I forget the name of. He Sean, is just going. It is Sean. Um, something. All I'm thinking of is Gamgee right now. Yeah, um, Gamgee. Sean Austin. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sean Austin. 
I just imagine him going, Oh, Frodo, we've got to get the ring to Mordor. And that's all I think of when I think of the movie. <laughs> so I could carry it for you. So it's definitely Share Sean Share the load. Share the load. Um, the so load. I was kind of skeptical because I know he did a great job, but I was skeptical as to his acting skills. So okay. I recently watched... Um, Stranger Things? No, no, no. What's the one with Elijah Wood in it? Sin City? Green, green something scoundrels? No, no, no. no uh, the Douglas Adams one. We were just watching it together, and he's a detective. Oh, you're talking about Stranger... Uh, sorry, uh, Dirk, Dirk, Dirk Gently. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that, was, that took me a while. I watched Dirk Gently, and I was thoroughly impressed how he can play someone okay. who's not a hobbit. Right. And it really opened my mind to his yeah. acting skills. So I was going to pick that one. Okay. But I have another pick, mm-hmm. and it's uh, Martin Freeman. Who is one of my favourite actors? No, nope. he didn't Sorry. act in he the didn't Lord act of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> he acted in The Hobbit, which I have koboshed. I know <laughs> it's not as good. They could have made one movie, not mm-hmm. three. But my real choice, because obviously Martin Freeman was notice not actually. Got, you know, notice how he's gone through three choices here. <laughs> yeah, there, 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 so what's your <laughs> real choice? Never mind. You don't I was get only to allowed hear. one. <laughs> I was just agreeing That's with okay. Josh for the first one. Okay, uh, okay. Sorry. Yep. Um, is actually in Home. Who is playing Bilbo Baggins in the first series? And the reason is so scary when he goes to the ring. Yeah. What? I I I I have to admit I close my eyes in that scene. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like, and he is actually he like he's not just a creepy old like grandfather figure. He is also warm and nice in other scenes. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I don't know. Maybe they added special effects to his face for that. I would imagine they did. (laughs) I mean, I can't make his eyes popped out of his head. (laughs) I popped out like turned like purple around the edges. Yeah, I do that. The point still stands. Is that he did a great job of it? Oh, no, I so agree, I just I wanted to pick Absolutely. something left to field. That yeah, you guys yeah, that's good. I like thought. that. Well, well, actually, Andy Circus. I was literally just going to say honorable mention to Andy Circus. Yes. Oh, look at who's Gavin to now, Adam. Oh, no, honorable oh. mention, honorable mention, because like he's a motion actor, so yeah. obviously he's real. Oh, is hard he Gollum? Work. Yeah, he's Gollum. Yeah. Yeah, um, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to pick a CG character, but there you go. Well, he, a a the, genuine person had to yes, do that. Um, that's right. So motion capture technology. Yeah, Golan, yeah. brilliant. Andy Serkis is a funny man as well. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the MTV acceptance speech? No. Yeah, quite humorous. Okay. Not for children. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, quite good. So honorable mention awesome. for Andy Serkis. Yeah, brilliant. The time has come. One could say that we're already up to this bit of the podcast, which is a funny joke, <laughs> except for the fact that no one listening knows what on earth I'm talking about. Uh <laughs> We're going to listen to one of the songs from Josh's upcoming EP, mm-hmm. which is called Already Home. See see what I did there? Yeah, okay. Yeah, very good. I should have done that in the other order. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but this song, I've, as I said, I have had the pleasure of listening to these in advance because I'm going to be supporting Josh yes. for the release on Thursday, which is probably the day this came out. So sorry you missed it. Um, <laughs> but you can still get the EP. It just came out. Um So, and this one is by far my favourite, so I thought I'd share it with all of you guys. Adam has never heard it before, because there's actually a uh, falling microphone (laughs) in the room. It is an apocalyptic scenario. Hold on, maybe I'll try and fix (laughs) it. Guys, there's an earthquake. There's an earthquake. No? Okay, so let's go... 
wait, no, stop that. I, there we go. Much better. There we I go. I think I actually just pulled on the cable. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> In excitement. <laughs> He's like, yes, my socks are being played on Surviving New Apocalypse in Earthway. Uh, now, we know this has been a long goal of you for many years it, well, to get on this podcast. Yes, hence the falling microphone. <laughs> <laughs> who's done professional radio, who's probably going to be on 98.5, but, you know, this is, this is definitely the top of the game here. Mm-hmm. Honoured. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's almost time for me to make the call To feel it through it all if I do know The tug of war that takes place in my head My thoughts are left to miss and I'm out of time And my expectations wait ready to pounce I'm just left frustrated Maybe I'm miles off In my soul I'm already old yeah. And in my soul I know you Finally reached a fall The fellow in my nose won't cut it Cause there's so much talk The possibilities that linger in the clouds Predicting whether I can tell Which way to walk But in my soul
loved it. However, I do have a question. Yes. So, uh, when we were listening to the song, I asked you, mm. uh, who's doing the backup vocals? Yes. Because I thought uh, mm. it sounded awfully uh, feminine. Well, because I didn't have as big a budget as Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't have it? Oh, I can give you a spare 280 million, man. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I had to uh, double up. Yeah. F- wear a few hats. Yeah. So, <laughs> in the production of the EP. So, just to point out, that wasn't a female no. humming along in the background. No. That was you. That was me. I must say, that is... I had to channel a, a, a higher, less masculine-sounding <laughs> voice. So, I have a challenge for you. Yes. Can you talk in that higher feminine voice? Well, yes, I can. Oh my goodness, this is brilliant and creepy. I yes. love it. Okay. Um, we shall call this one Priscilla. Um, Priscilla. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have you got any questions for Priscilla? So what what is going through your mind? Mm. So you've just recorded the primary take, yes, and you have to answer this in Priscilla's voice. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> you've just made your primary take, she's and you're just like, "That's good." Get a call. Oh, she did, uh, she, oh, she did just walk out the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then it's like it's time to record the high harmonies. Yeah. Is there anything that goes through your head to prepare yourself? Hmm. Do you have to stand in a different way? How does it work? I tend. I tend to use my hand a lot more when I'm doing, like, to draw. Hand? <laughs> to, Wait, I mean, we're talking Pris- about singing, Pris- right? Priscilla uses Pris- her hand. <laughs> <laughs> when this she- is going to be a thing now, isn't it? Every time you go to record a song and you've got high harmonies to do, you're going to go, right, I need Priscilla. Time to channel Priscilla. <laughs> Someone get me a chai latte. <laughs> Just name the channel that in software. It's like Joshua Priscilla. Priscilla. <laughs> So Priscilla does like to use her hand a little bit to to kind of draw the melody that she's attempting to harmonize with. Hmm. To kind of, yeah, I don't really know. Bring it out into physical space. Just to generate generate the energy of the melody that you're harmonizing with. She she uses, I've seen her use her hand. (laughs) I love it. It's brilliant. Yes. Yeah, right. I'm literally interested now um, because... I don't understand a lot of music linguistics or anything yes. like that. I'm not a huge musician. Like, if I like a song, I will sit, I will listen to it, and, like, it becomes one of the 15 songs I'll listen to on repeat forever. Right? Yeah. Uh, but I, I actually like hearing the process mm. of... Because um, I can just imagine mm. you standing in, a re- like, a recording booth. I was about to say radio booth, but that would be weird. Um, <laughs> like, you channeling Priscilla and, mm. you know, doing that type of hand movement while singing to the... Uh, the microphone yes. to create those high melodies and high harmonies or whatever yeah. for it. Uh, it's actually really, really fascinating. Yeah. Mm. So that's part of the process. Yeah, and right. she does, she does make an appearance. She didn't make the credits list, unfortunately. Oh. She wanted to remain anonymous, so yeah, she won't be happy enough. about no, that's fair, this that's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. So Priscilla, thanks for, uh, obviously coming into that quick. The quick line there. Very much appreciate it. I'll, I'll edit you. out another name over the top and it will be Priscilla. But everyone will think that's the name we've been using this whole time. But that was me <laughs> editing it over every other time we said her actual name, which is Priscilla. Well, I, yeah. I had to edit it over Yeah, that, you edited so. that one as well. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right. So Good. what was your... Ins- like, just talking about this specific song, what's your inspiration for this specific song? Yeah, so this song's called Already Home, mm-hmm. um, and obviously it's on my second EP. My first EP was called Cry of a Nomad, which was a lot about uh, wrestling with, with restlessness mm-hmm. in, in in the journey of life, um, and, you know, f- wrestling with feelings like, you know, you don't belong, like the status quo doesn't resonate with you, that kind of thing. Um, and Already Home is a song that kind of talks about 
finding finding a sense of inward home in external circumstances that are ever shifting and unpredictable and you know make you feel restless That's but amazing. to find an inner an inner rest and an inner sense of home Wow. Okay. Well, you've sold me. Um, yes. I'm a terrible human being, and I did not buy your first CD because I'm a terrible human That's being. Okay. <laughs> but I will. Buy, I'm actually going to buy both because the way you sold that, and I think some of our listeners will actually mm. like get on get on board with that because, like you said, like the first one was you know wrestling with the status quo, you know, like restlessness and things mm. like that. Um, the just being upset with not upset, but you know. Not being pleased mm. with what's going on in life, essentially. Yep. So, you know, roaming around like a nomad. Yep. And then finding a sense of security and self within already home. Yeah. Which I like. I, yeah. I like the way you've described that. Yes. Horrible. Bloody, I, I'm so easy to sell to. It's <laughs> dreadful. We went to... We'll get back to that in a moment, because mm. as this podcast is essentially about tangents. Yes. Um, yes. We went to... Have you ever been to Stefan's Books? That's another free book for us. You told me... You mentioned that place recently. Yeah, Stefan's Books. I've never been there, though. Oh, it's amazing. Stefan, you talked to him. You talked to him for hours. Okay. Um, he's a brilliant guy. Has he read every book in his shop? It would not surprise me. <laughs> not even kidding. Like, yeah. I, we went in there, and I'm like, oh... He was in a conversation with someone else. Hmm. And I was talking with one of my other friends that was there, and I'm just like, oh, I need, like, God's grave. I wonder where it is. He probably didn't even break eye contact with the people he was talking with. He's literally just gone, bloop, pulled it off the shelf. Obviously, people can't see this at home, but he's literally just reached behind him, pulled wow. a book off the shelf and handed it to me while continuing the conversation. I'm just like, this guy's a wizard. Wow. This guy's, like, some type of dark sorcerer <laughs> that this is his, like, torment of power right here. Goodness. Um, yeah, brilliant guy, though. Wow. That's a... Probably just, you know, made people scared of him. He should be. He's just, you know, <laughs> raging with literary power. Um, yeah, like he knows all the books in that shop. It's crazy. Mm. Um, but we went up there and he was away on holidays and there was a surprise woman there uh, who's surprisingly easy to upsell to me. Uh, but wonderful lady. We had a chat for, a, I don't know, solid 40 minutes about all these series. Good fun. So Sarah, the Myrmidon at uh, uh, Stefan's Books. I hope she, she might be listening as well. Um, yeah, thank you for those recommendations. I'm mm. very much enjoying The Lies of Locke Lamora. Back to Already Home. Yes. Um, so the EP is itself is called Like a Child. Yes, Already is Home right. is the fourth track. It is my the final favorite, track. The final track. Mm -hmm. My favorite track. It's good to end on a high note. Yeah. Question. What does EP stand for? I don't know. Extended play. Oh, right. Yes, so there, there, there are many, well, not many, but there are some different titles for music releases, mm -hmm. and they generally are decided by the length of how many songs. So, like, a single mm -hmm. is obviously one song. An album, you think of, you know, around 10, 12 songs. Yep. Maybe you can get away with eight sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, or you can go all the way to 20 you if you love music. go all out. Um, an EP, you think of, you know, four to sort of five, six. So, it's like a, a scotch-tasting platter. Yeah, you could say that. The equivalent I've got in my head now. Yeah, um, it's kind of like it's kind of like oh, we're on our way to an album, but then just got impatient and wanted to release something, so we I got like this it. out. Right. <laughs> oh, okay, I like that. So, are you are you working on an album at all? Well, the, actually, okay. like a child began in my mind. It was conceived as an album. Right. I had a track list of about ten songs, mm -hmm. that are, and obviously six of them didn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because uh, your you work as a, a perfectionist, essentially. You mm. will trim away the fat, as it were. Well, it, it was a number of factors. One of them was that I, I was impatient and I just wanted to get some more momentum into my original music, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
career, if you can call it that. <laughs> um, so, you know, let me just get four songs out there, mm-hmm. generate some momentum. Mm-hmm. And yeah. This is the thing I've noticed about modern society. Yeah. Everyone's impatient. So not just the artists themselves, but the mm. listeners are impatient. So they want something quicker as well. They'd exactly. rather four new songs four new to come songs. out than ha- waiting all the way for a full album. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't an album, it would only be coming out in a few months' time, mm. probably like end of this year. Right. So, okay. Yeah. I can't wait that long. So, so, just, so thank I you. I just wanted to get something out there. I think as well, the way people listen to music now on streaming services, mm-hmm. they're more inclined to create a playlist with, you know, one or two songs from various artists. Yeah, that's yes. true. Yeah. Not as many I mean, old, that's what I've done. Not as many old school listeners who will literally go from track one to track 12 mm-hmm. without stopping. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so the police, Sorry, the police have uh, discovered that I'm here. Um, they, 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 the kind of surprise theft. <laughs> oh, the no. <laughs> I'm safe. I have the statue of limitations at home. <laughs> statue of limitations. I'm just going to close that door. Hold on. Um, oh, wow. I stole mine in South Africa, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess unless the police from another country take their jurisdiction to the, yeah, that's going to be a whole political thing right there. Mm. What's the police in South Africa called? The SAPD, South African Police Department. Oh, okay. No, I meant like in oh, it's Afrikaans. <laughs> oh, in Africa, Polisi. Polisi. There you go. That's a word that if you're ever in, ever in South Africa and you need the police, it is Polisi. Mm. Um, I mean, people probably would know what you meant if you said police, considering it's almost the exact same word. Mm. But, probably, I don't know. I've never yeah. been to South Africa. I can't comment. So, yes. Back to the <laughs> back to the EP. So that's being released this Thursday. This Thursday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where is it being released? It's being released at a, a wonderful uh, coffee shop cafe in uh, Marawa mm-hmm. called One Fifteen Collective. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, put, they're actually putting on a special menu for the night with some gourmet. Oh, wow. gourmet pizzas. Oh, that's cool. There'll be amazing coffee available. Is it going to be a special pizza called the Already Home? Ooh. Ooh. Because when you eat it, you're definitely home. Yeah, you, 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 you get that unmistakable feeling of being home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the simple, simple Ricks or whatever from Rick and Morty. Sprinkled, yeah. <laughs> Sprinkled with the idea of home. And just mm. bits of chopped up couch, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eat that now. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, it's just a pizza with a welcome home mat on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got like bits of dirt and oh. you know, leaves, dried up leaves. Yep. Okay. A lot of sand. Mm. I was going to say, we're going to deter people from wanting to come along but yeah. I guess the pizza will be delicious that's why we're not organising the pizza <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, no I know 115 Collective delicious coffee and mm. fantastic food it's mm. brilliant it is uh, so even if you're you have no sense of hearing you can mm. still come along and enjoy the experience you can taste the music you can yes taste Good. the music mmm did I just say something like musical there or something? Oh, like wow. I don't know. This is profound. Yeah. Oh, profound. Yeah. I mean, it's you know. tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I like so it. So, you've written a lot of songs. What's your secret? Do you go somewhere to write music? Do you have a special mm. notepad and that's where all your songs go? Or does it just come to you like that? Yeah. Well, it, in a very, uh, I don't know. I, my phone is quite central, actually, to my songwriting. Oh, really? Unfortunately, yeah. I'm not cool and I don't have a notebook. I'm not a hipster. I don't have mm-hmm. a notebook where I write my lyrics in mm-hmm. because I find it quite inconvenient to... I write my slam poetry in like a pocket note. No, not really. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I have it. I literally just use the notes app. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. So, yeah. so I'm writing lyrics. It's like, yeah, cool. I don't like that. Delete. Type in the actual one. Or, you know, uh, voice notes for recording ideas. 
That's um, cool. I like that. So where do you like, overall? Mm. So when you're writing music, where do you draw inspiration from? Where do I draw inspiration from? Uh, well, I guess lyrically, it's always I, I. I think songs are music and songwriting is is kind of uh, an alternative world that you can escape to, and make sense of the world that you're in. Right. If that makes sense. So yeah, like, no, definitely. It's kind of like writing songs enables you to to put into words or or music things that your mind couldn't have processed and worked through any other Different way. Different language entirely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it helps you to, to process life mm. and just kind of... And I found that actually some of the songs in this EP probably couldn't have been written if I hadn't written other songs that no one will ever hear. Mm. Oh, wow. And like, you have to write this song in order for that issue to be worked through so that then you understand that and then you can write this song, mm. that kind of thing. Mm. Okay. I like the yeah. use of music as... Not escapism, but like kind of escapism like not not with the end goal of just running yeah. away from your problems but like the end goal of taking a step back oh my bills I'm just going to go write another song <laughs> yeah no no um, but you could use that worry of the bills to channel that into yeah. the music I got bills yes I got bills we're going to play you a song Josh okay we're going to play you the song we've already made great yep um, it's called uh, running away yeah and we want your opinion on it will it yep. make me do that <laughs> yes <laughs> so I'm holding you down now. Uh, our listeners it is on SoundCloud it's not on uh, Player FM which oh. is our uh, well our preferred hosting site but it is on SoundCloud and SoundCloud's free so you go check it out it is dreadful <laughs> absolutely horrific and I love it with a fury <laughs> oh man uh, Running away, 100% improvised. Yes. No, it is. Oh, yeah. So, what we did, right? So, just to give our audience an idea for why this song is so dreadful, Mm. we had a guest on, Frankie, and we each came up with a line of lyric, or Mm. two lines of lyrics, technically, independently from one another. So, we had no idea what the other person was writing. Mm. And then it came to, they made some, like, weird music beat or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just like, so I... They sang theirs, I sang mine. And John did some wizardry Mm. uh, and made this song. Okay. So you'll have to let us know what you think and whether it'll be coming out on your latest (laughs) album. (laughs) (laughs) The way this game is going to work, we're each going to write one line of the verse. We can do commentary. What I haven't told you guys is you all should write it down in your phone and then we're going to combine it together with no context. I was walking down city mall. So two body bags, it's still my van. All the say do you kill him, kill him. They said sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I'm alone on the sea, I find myself unable to pee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all me. Our ace political podcast. (laughs) You'll hear you'll understand in a second. Next to a, a in body bags, next to a van. Hello, Steve. Oh, you killing? We chilling. We've got someone alone on the sea and finding himself unable to pee. You've got, you've got a zombie sneaking up behind them. Uh, you've got 
and somebody and it smells like waffle mint. Um, <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. Only thing that makes it sound remotely possible. I turned it up to 100%. All the knobs. I'm running away. We've just reached a new low. We've just reached a new low. Oh my, that was brilliant. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Brilliant. So that was our song, Running Away. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so we do expect royalties when you put that on your album. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which is definitely going to happen. Yeah. Oh, oh, my. That was, listening back. Yeah. Horrifying. <laughs> uh, John did. It sounds like an interesting songwriting methodology. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, yeah. But Very we- collaborative. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> definitely three of us in that. Uh, there was. Body bags, falafel meat rain, you know, all the mm. all the staples of a classic classical song. Is it vegan falafel? As the very first words of this podcast were, we don't need to worry about vegans listening to the show. <laughs> and that is from him. <laughs> That's from John. <laughs> yes, uh, the ar- ironic thing is, is I actually eat vegan like most days out of a week mm. now. Mm. Just mm. out of convenience and out of dietary requirements so i am the vegan that listens to our podcast there you go. not really no um, actually i know of one other oh really yes well to that actual vegan i apologize for just trying to claim that well, i was a vegan i'm not a vegan but i i i, I i'm a reducitarian oh right Ooh, is that a real word well, or are you I making think that so. up okay I, well i reduce the amount of meat and dairy that i eat nice. i don't eat red meat Yes. Because I have hemochromatosis. Okay. Which is glorious. Uh, my body has excessive amounts of iron, mm. and I've got to give blood so I don't die. Wow. It's fantastic. Uh, well, no, it's not, because it means, oh, I'm fine, and it's not contagious or anything like that, <laughs> or else they wouldn't take yeah. my blood. Um, no, like, I've got this condition where my body produces all this iron, and I have to give it to people who, like the Red Cross, for instance, mm. um, and... They give it to people who need it because it's so rich in iron. So no matter what Adam does, in order to survive, he has to be nice to people. So in the event of an apocalypse... I'm I'm not going to need iron in my dietary requirements. Mm. That's handy. And if you do happen upon a lot of red meat, if we need to do a blood transfusion in a pinch... You've got a lot of spare. I do. And because I have to give blood every, like, month and a half, essentially... um, my body, I think my body like, can produce red blood cells faster because mm. my body has learnt to create it faster because I'm like giving it away quite often. So, wow. Yeah, doom. Wow. Back to music, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, oh, I just assumed this was a new topic now. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our song. Uh, what would you rate that? Out of? <laughs> uh, let, let's be kind and go out of 10. Out of 10. But, uh, but so zero is, I wish I never heard that, and 10 is... Well, I suppose it wasn't a complete waste of no, no. time. Ten was this should get an Aria award. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay, it's probably a solid well, I, I feel, half a point. I I feel enriched. 
after oh, listening right. to that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> John, we've got a career. <laughs> he, he just realized that no matter what he does, mm. every song he writes from now on will be better than that one. Yeah. So that's oh. how he enriched his life. It was a self-esteem yes. boost. Yeah. That is like, wow, these guys are dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> it's p- literally, jo- sorry. So... How do I give it apocalyptic out of 10? Oh, okay. Because that's, that's good. Yep. That's okay. a meme. And that's, that's a, and that's also a real good dodge, so I'll allow it. Mm. Um, <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Very good. You're actually heading out to the USA in a couple of months, is that correct? Correct. Yeah, and what are you doing over there? So I'm going to work with a, an organization over there called YWAM, mm-hmm. and they do all sorts of outreach work. Hilarious name. Yes. Um, <laughs> are they related to the band Wham? Well, that did- uh, they're basically a group that dislike Wham, so they're like, why, why Wham? Like, <laughs> why Wham? Wake me up before you go-go. It's Terrible actually- song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was not a views that I just expressed, not the views of John. I actually love that song. So when you said why Wham the first time uh, yes. when we were chatting before, in my head, right, mm. it created like this weird neural pathway. Okay. Because you know how I said, I think I've heard of YWAM before. Yes. I hadn't. My mind decided to create the neural bridge between the YMCA and Wham the band. Obviously, music (laughs) makes a connection. (laughs) So I'm literally just going, there's got to be something there. Maybe I have heard of it, but no, it's completely different. (laughs) So you're going to be going over to the USA uh, with this YWAM and doing outreach work as a musician. Yes, I'm joining them as a musician. So we're based in the USA for a few months, and mm-hmm. then they send us uh, to a few other nations, uh, mm-hmm. such as Vietnam, wow. Ethiopia. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, and a few other places, yeah. We'd so. love to interview you when you get back, just to hear some yes. crazy stories, if yeah, you're willing cool. to come back. <laughs> I would love to. Um, that'd be fantastic, actually. Yeah. That'd be real good. So... When uh, are you releasing your EP out on any streaming services? Yes, all of them. Excellent, because uh, I use streaming services yes. essentially. So, fine, wonderful, lovely listeners, mm. as you hear my voice, and you're sitting in your car or in your office or walking the dogs or perhaps running, you poor thing. If you're doing any of these things and you think to yourself, yes, I need something in my life. I need something to uplift, to bring me some hope. Then, Why do the voice sound so evil? I don't know, because okay. I'm evil. <laughs> All right, go on, go on. <laughs> yes, I need this. I will buy and listen to... Like a child? <laughs> Why did you put the like a child? What? <laughs> no, no, so what I wrote on the instructions You have was failed me, John. The like a child EP. Mm-hmm. Jo- uh, I see, so yes. It made sense in context of the whole sentence. Oh, yeah, well, evidently, not in my sentence. But I trapped Adam. Yes. Okay, so the EP. The EP. Yes. I need <laughs> like a child. And you will love it, believe me. I, I've already been to the future where you have gotten this, and your life has been enriched, just like Josh's has been, by listening mm-hmm. to our... Terrible song. I'm 10% happier. There you go. <laughs> Except listening to Like a Child will make you at least a guaranteed 15.7% happier. Mm. Mm. Scientifically yes. proven. Money not get, uh, money back. No, I don't know what money I'm saying. Back <laughs> Money's not, money will not be returned. <laughs> no refunds. No refunds. <laughs> if you do not find yourself at least 15.7% happier, please see your attorney. <laughs> there should be some way of, there should be some like indemnity form that listeners have to sign before listening. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant. 
It's time, ladies and gentlemen. I've given John enough time of uh, practice and devotion to this, which I know he's been studying diligently. It's the Evil Laugh Update. <laughs> At an echo. No, I'm... <laughs> so... Don't add more editing. No, 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 it's all right. So, Josh, we're going to get you in on this as well. Uh, because evil laughs are fun, and I'd love to hear yes. it. Yes. And Priscilla's evil laugh as well. Uh, oh, Priscilla. <laughs> okay. All right. So, John, you had a pretty atrocious evil laugh before. Hey! Okay, I admit, yes, It was horrible. It was like listening to a cat choke on, I don't know, a golf ball. It did not sound right in the slightest. <laughs> I mean, trying to imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially your evil laugh. <laughs> oh, right. So I would. I, we need the update. Okay. So I, need, I want you to. Okay. I want you to take a moment. Right. Just take thirty seconds. Take ten, actually, because we don't have that much longer. Oh yeah. <laughs> Close your eyes. Take a couple of deep breaths and harness that shadow. Josh, you get in on this too. That deep evil core inside of you. Just imagine. Okay. okay. You have the hero chained down. Right. Mm-hmm. Villain style, and there's a laser beam coming towards him. You need to channel that laugh that's going to bubble up from within. Well, I think... I'm not sure if this will work for me because I need something that's more relatable. So, we need to go Sorry, with the most... Night. Yeah, the most evil thing I've ever done, which I think was just today, I started making a coffee because I didn't realize that someone was waiting for the coffee machine. I didn't see them there. They were talking to someone else and I jumped the queue by accident. So... Yeah, you see, that's that's my co-host, ladies and gentlemen. Oh that's my. the most evil thing he's done. So I'm <laughs> I'm just feeling regret now, not evil laughter. I don't think this is working. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. You just need to focus the Kinder I, I, Surprise. Stunned. Yeah, I've got to channel my <laughs> <Yes>. Kinder Surprise. <laughs> 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 All right, John. All right, I'll go first because I'm sure Josh's will be better mm-hmm. and we need to end on a high note. All right. Well, not necessarily. I mean, Priscilla maybe. Priscilla might be the high note. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, ready? Okay. All right, John. Channel, channel, first. channel. Yes, I get remember. to use the coffee machine remember. first. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> Channeling, channeling, channeling. <laughs> Brilliant! Oh, that's the most evil thing you could do. I love it. Um, remember, less is more with you, okay? okay. Yeah, because I tend to just start going... <laughs> and it just doesn't... No, it's not evil. Cat okay. golf ball. <laughs> Cat golf ball. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, coffee machine. Coffee machine. Uh, wait, no. There's something else. Uh, Mr. Bond is in the machine that it's about to, like, yes. do something evil. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Yeah, it's it's not great. <laughs> a marked improvement okay. on previous ones. So we'll come back, but okay. I, I want it, I want you to extend it out. I want it to be deeper. I want it to be okay. <laughs> an introverted villain. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> he's like, I don't want to go outside, but I am stroking my cat while the world burns. <laughs> yes. All right, Josh. All right, Josh. Oh, my turn. Okay. Let's give uh, Josh. Okay. Let's give us evil laugh. Yeah, kinder surprise. Wow. Classic villain. Uh, like I'm seeing like the train tracks, uh, train train tracks, uh, the train tracks with like the dams all tied yes. down, and him, you know, tweaking his mustache. Yes, that was five year old Josh with <laughs> the kinder surprise. <laughs> Does Priscilla want to go? Is she finished with the coffee? Priscilla. <laughs> The Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> Thank you, Priscilla. Um, yes, I, I don't know why I'm... Not her real name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I... 
Right, okay. So, <clears throat> let's try with my evil All one. right. This is going to be good. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the gremlin. <laughs> okay. Um, that was quite good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Josh that is was, getting scared. That was deep. to the end of tonight's episode. You can find us at Surviving the Apocalypse, The Nerds Way. Uh, yes, indeed. Everywhere. On, yeah, pretty much all the social networks. We're even on Stitcher now. Oh, are we? Yeah, High how five. cool is that? Yeah! Yeah! Um, yeah, just go to facebook.com slash the nerds way, twitter.com slash the nerds way underscore pod, uh, twitter.com slash voice of Adam is his, um, the nerds way at gmail.com Blah, blah, blah. All Don't the- forget to vote coronal mass ejection versus the grey goo. Mm-hmm. Will we die from the sun exploding or from computers taking over is what? the basic... Ooh, Let's get our first vote. Yes, okay. Josh, so, what sure. do you think? So, computers taking oh, over. Oh, yeah. No, oh. No technology. You hear that, Tyson? That's a vote for me. Boom. I feel like I may have over-summarized the two no, options there. No, that's enough. Shh, shh, shh. I'm um, sorry, uh, Tyson from Screen Review Type Morph, if you're listening. Uh, so, all right. Where can we find, or where can our listeners, because I know where to find you. Mm. I've got a tracker in your car. Um, <laughs> oh. But uh, where can there's our- another evil laugh from you there. <laughs> <laughs> where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on, on all the streaming platforms, Spotify, uh, iTunes, but social media-wise, just Josh Blackwell on mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, yeah. Not um, on Twitter. I, don't like Twitter. I, I, I'm not on Twitter. No, that's fair. I'm, I'm not on Twitter. I don't twit. Tweet. Uh, tweet. No, I did the same <laughs> <Exactly>. thing before. <laughs> <laughs> um, at Josh D. Blackwell on Instagram. Um, okay. Yeah, just search Josh Blackwell on any streaming website. Uh, but be noted that there is a DJ, Josh Blackwell. Oh, really? Who has um, rather inappropriate, explicit album artwork. Uh- and it is not me. <laughs> yeah, if you're wondering, it's like, I didn't think he sounded like remember, this kind of person. Yeah, let's, <laughs> going, look at it, just be like, wow, Josh, good gracious, let's listen to this. Um, okay, so. Not me. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, your two EPs that you have out are mm. Cry for Nomad and. Well, the Like It. No, I'm just kidding. No. The li- <laughs> like It Show. <laughs> about, uh, I'm murdering you when this is going uh, So, yes, uh, I'm glad that you've come on. It's been a wonderful experience. It's been great. Um, and I'm sure our listeners will love to hear that uh, music. And that music, yes, I've devolved into an 80 year old talking internet speaker again fantastic um and good i think that's it for the show isn't it john yes we've gone ridiculously far over time i we were just having way too much fun that's good i i thoroughly enjoy it personally and it's great to have a consummate professional uh as our esteemed guest but i didn't make the cut for your apocalypse team no no you are the other bard oh that's right there you go I am. Yeah. Which probably means that I'm kicked out because I oh, was only in because of my farming and the music. a little bit of music as well. So I needed both. And now there's... Oof, you have kicked him out, essentially. Not good to be a jack His of all wife's, trades. like, guaranteed a spot. Mm. She's the chronicler. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So thank you for listening to... <laughs> oh, yeah. We're ranting again. Well, thank you for listening to Surviving the Apocalypse, The Nerds Way. If you have any questions, ask someone else. Good night. <laughs> He adds like little weird bits at the uh, beginning and he used to do it at the end, but he's gotten lazy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, you're editing this one.
Yeah, all right. It's never coming out. <laughs> uh, what's the name of J dash Tolkien? I believe he was South African. Or I might be mistaken. Really? I think you might be mistaken. Uh, Orange mm. Free State. Yes, that's in South Africa. Wow, there you go. Bloemfontein. Oh, right. No, I think. So sure. you're related to... I'm related to Joe. <laughs> <laughs>